a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Back to the program. I'm so excited about this next segment. I'm going to be talking about a friend of mine, and uh, hopefully, if she's able, she'll join us on the line. I'll explain why that's kind of in flux right now. But first, let me tell you about something going on later on in the program. At about 2.30, we're going to be joined in studio by the Utah Commissioner of Agriculture and Food. His name is Kerry Gibson, and he has an announcement to make. Uh, I can't tell you any more than that, uh, but it deals with his future, and uh, you're going to want to tune in for that. We're going to have a conversation again with Kerry Gibson, who's the Utah Commissioner of Agriculture and Food. He's going to be joining uh, us here in studio uh, to announce uh, something that impacts his future pretty dramatically. So looking forward to that conversation. Now, who is this friend of mine I am so excited to talk about? I came to know Jenny Taylor in November of 2018. That is when her husband, uh, Brent Taylor, Major Brent Taylor, was killed by an apparent uh, insider attack while serving his country in uniform in Afghanistan. He was at the time the mayor of uh, North Ogden, Utah, and since then we've come to know his story and his family very well, including uh, Jenny. I was privileged uh, enough to be in attendance for a number of uh, events honoring both uh, the sacrifice of Major Taylor as well as the sacrifice made by his family, his wife Jenny, and their seven children, including uh, the naming of uh, a vet center outstation uh, there in North Ogden. That's a a beautiful facility uh, which helps veterans and their families facing any number of different problems, maybe substance abuse or maybe some mental troubles. Uh, There are resources there, and that building which serves uh, is named after now uh, Major Brent Taylor. It's a wonderful thing. I, I came to know Jenny as well as she traveled to Washington, D.C. earlier last year in 2019 as a guest of my then boss, Rob Bishop, Congressman Bishop, uh, as his guest to the State of the Union address. And it was there that uh, we got to uh, know each other and uh, became friends, I I would say. And she also was able to uh, represent her family and her husband's legacy very, very uh, well as the guest of the congressman. Now, she's back in Washington, D.C. Specifically, she's in the Pentagon right now, and that is why uh, it's uh, not exactly certain if we're going to connect with her over the phone lines. I've been to the Pentagon myself a a number of times, and I can tell you that uh, cell service is nearly nil. And uh, so we're we're, we're trying to see if something can work out, but uh, we were uncertain before she went in if we'd be able to make the connection. Looks like uh, the, the thick concrete walls and Whatever other apparatus are there at the Pentagon are preventing us from connecting. But let me tell you why she's there. I'm going to read to you a letter she received. Uh, This letter is signed by the Secretary of the Army, Ryan D. McCarthy, and it reads, Dear Miss Taylor, it is my distinct pleasure to offer you the appointment as civilian aide to the Secretary of the Army for Utah. You are an outstanding leader in your state. You have much to offer the U.S. Army in this position. 
thank you for considering this opportunity to serve our army. Before I go on in this letter uh, signed by the Secretary of the Army and addressed to Miss Jenny Taylor, uh, I want to tell you that uh, that this is an invitation to accept an appointment as civilian aide. Well, uh, Ms. Taylor, Jenny Taylor, has accepted that invitation. And the reason she is in the Pentagon today is she is learning all the responsibilities and duties that come with her new appointment. Again, as civilian aide to the Secretary of the Army. Uh, that's a huge, huge deal. I want to walk through the rest of this letter, and then I'm going to share with you some of the specifics uh, and some of the history uh, behind this role, which Jenny Taylor will now assume. The letter continues appointment to the position of civilian aide to the Secretary of the Army is an indication of both the high standing you are held in by your fellow citizens and your demonstrated commitment to serve our men and women in uniform. As a civilian aide, you will be my liaison to the Army National Guard and U.S. Army Reserve in your region. Partner with the Soldier for Life program to support our soldiers and their families as they transition out of uniform. And most importantly, focus on recruiting by helping our recruiters gain access to America's young people in schools and other places where they gather. Sharing the Army story with parents, teachers, and other influencers. And helping connect potential recruits to Army recruiters. Um, now... Why am I spending this time reading this letter? And why did I read to you uh, specifically that last part in terms of recruitment? Uh, or rather, which touches on recruitment. And it's because I am so proud to be from a family that upholds this ideal. And that uh, at various times in the lives of uh, my sister and brother-in-law and father and uh, other brother-in-law and grandfather and uh, and others, they have... Uh, put on the uniform and sworn the oath to uphold and defend the Constitution of the United States. I, one of my great regrets in life, and I'll probably tell you this uh, time and time again, one of my regrets in life is that I uh, let so much time pass that it's uh, probably impossible for me uh, to to join the military. Uh, I wish that when I was a younger man uh, that I had made my way over to a recruiter's office and uh, taken the test, gone through the physical, and uh, and served at least for a time uh, as a member of the military. I wouldn't say it's a great shame of mine, but it is a regret of mine that I didn't dedicate uh, at least a few years uh, to this type of service. And uh, I, I say that uh, with a great, great respect and admiration for the folks uh, that do just this. In particular, uh, Major Brent Taylor, his wife uh, Jenny, today receiving this great honor. She uh, meeting with folks throughout the Pentagon as she takes on this new responsibility as civilian aide to the Secretary of the Army. So that's what she is doing right now and today. And uh, it doesn't look like we're going to connect, but that's okay. Another day, uh, maybe she'll join us here in studio and tell us all about uh, her big adventure at the Pentagon today. Uh, and in the meantime, let me tell you a little more about uh, this appointment which she has just received. So how does the Army get its story uh, to citizens and students and uh, mothers, fathers and sons? And it's, it's in this way. It's through these folks. Uh, they, in a shorthand, they call them CASA, a civilian aide to the Secretary of the Army. Uh, there are institutions that take different approaches on how they get the message out and ready for public uh, consumption. And the Army's assertion is that long ago, uh, the best way to speak to folks 
is to recruit uh, those who speak the same language. Uh, Jenny Taylor, uh, being a military spouse for so many years and also uh, enduring the terrible tragedy of having lost uh, her husband uh, in the service of her country, she speaks uh, this language uh, exactly. So uh, the the Army years ago uh, started this program uh, so that folks could take advantage of their knowledge and their uh, position in the community uh, to help those uh, who have expressed a willingness and a desire to serve. And so I am grateful to you for, for listening to that segment. It's a friend of mine today doing something very important uh, and very, very good. And I look forward to uh, receiving a report from Miss Jenny Taylor as she returns here to Utah and assumes her duties as civilian aide to the Secretary of the Army here for Utah. That's an incredible thing. Uh, listen, next up, in the program, we're going to be speaking to Brittany Glass. She is a KSL television investigative reporter. She's joining us in studio. And why? Well, she has been engaged in an interesting investigation. And it has to do with the rabies vaccine. We talk about vaccines here on the program a little bit. I am a, a new father, and so I'm obsessed with, uh, do, we have the, do we have everyone vaccinated? Is everyone safe and healthy? And if I'm honest, did you hear that last newscast? Uh, one of them said that this year's flu shot may not be exactly tailored to the strand of the flu uh, that is facing us this year. That makes me terrified. And uh, I'm uh, assuming that my wife is listening to the program right now and is probably uh, going to get a little bit worked up about that. So we, we take the flu shot very, very seriously. So to hear that uh, maybe it's not as effective as we thought, that's a little nerve-wracking. But uh, anyway, the story is a rabies vaccine. There was a family uh, that was exposed. Potentially, they all got their shots. And then when the bill came, their jaws dropped. We'll get the full story next here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.